the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. More bad news for President Biden in the latest poll from Real Clear Politics. It indicates that a conglomerate of all the polls taken over the last two weeks give the president an approval rating of just 37, most of the country, and his disapproval numbers exceed 57%. Meanwhile, the president continues his recovery from COVID-19. He is said to be doing well and holding his meetings remotely. President Biden, encouraged by falling gasoline prices, he says he wants to see more savings for drivers. I've been working to make sure that when the price of oil comes down, the price at the pump comes down as well and comes down in real time. The good news is that's happening, but it's not happening fast enough. And the president has been meeting virtually with his economic team as he recovers. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk sees a big swing in America. In 2018, Democrats held a 47-point edge with Hispanics. As of today, Democrats are statistically tied with Republicans among Hispanics on the generic congressional ballot. A 47-point realignment. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Do want to let you know that we are under a severe thunderstorm watch right now until 2 p.m. We'll keep an eye on the skies for you. But tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 80. Then Monday, mostly sunny and a high of 79. Glad to have you along. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. And hour one of the Narn with Mitchburg is next right here on The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red and sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog every uh, morning for the last 20 years, every weekday morning at least, shotinthedark.info, uh, where I and my co-bloggers, Mr. D, uh, First Ringer, and Jeff Kuba, uh, bring us bring you whatever we want to, uh, five mornings a week. And, of course, that's all basically show prep for today. Uh, Saturdays, a.m. 12 a. the Patriot, 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, of course, Jack Tomczak follows me, the new guy, uh, at 3 o'clock, 3 to 5. Uh, he'll have a brand-new show here today. Of course, Jab, Jack um, Jack Tomczak, of course, uh, the, finishes off Saturdays for us. But Brad Carlson, normally in tomorrow from 1 to 3. However, he's off on assignment all month. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say who the substitute host is for tomorrow. But it is going to be, what do the kids call it these days? It's lit. Uh, G-Money, are we at liberty to say who the uh, the substitute host is for tomorrow? Do you know this offhand? I personally don't know, unfortunately. We'll, we'll make it a surprise, but it's going to yeah. be worth it. Uh, tune in uh, tomorrow from 1 to 3 during Brad Carlson's normal closer shift of the Narn and uh, check out the surprise guest host. This is going to be huge. And, of course, uh, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, a.m. 1440, The Businessman. Anyway, it's been it's been an interesting for starters. Uh, Joe Biden, President uh, Joe Biden, President Biden diagnosed this past week with covid-19. As uh, Ben Shapiro points out, this whole episode shows what a joke covid has become. 
I mean, you've got the media out there trying to fan the flames. Hey, we got another pandemic uh, coming up here, and you got some of the usual suspects say, "Oh, emergency rooms are getting overwhelmed." You just it's like it's like the Western Front in 1917 here in the emergency rooms. Nobody's buying it. Nobody's buying it. Uh, the part that nobody should have bought, but people did wholesale at this point two years ago was. People on the left who seem to assume that that getting COVID was a mark of shame, a part of uh, some sort of sloth on uh, on your part, some sort of depravity that led you to not care about your fellow human beings, that led you to leave yourself open for catching COVID, which I got to say, I had a few of them come at me with that back in the day, two years ago when I had OG COVID, you know, the original version that was harder to get and could kill you more easily. <laughs> no, none of, none of these cheap imitations you have these days. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say I took it personally because the people who said and thought that were, how do I put this civilly, idiots. Uh, so and so, and and after now that we've had a year of Democratic politicians telling us that oh, we've we've had COVID too, up to and including the president and most of his inner circle, and and of course the entire. Uh, Minnesota state government, basically every elected Democrat in Minnesota state government has been floating the trial balloon that they've had COVID for a while. Now, Governor Waltz has had it at least once. Uh, I don't know about the lieutenant governor. Uh, Keith Ellison came down, I believe Keith Ellison came down with this past uh, this past week. So businesses statewide are breathing a slight sigh of relief, perhaps. But uh, anyway, uh, wishing since I'm not a progressive and Joe Biden's not a uh, conservative, there will be no wishes for a painful demise. No, in fact, being a person uh, with with a functioning moral compass, I wish the president the best. He seems to be, by all accounts, faring very well. The treatments uh, that apparently uh, having a, a solid effect should be should be a lesson for people out there. The president, of course, has had every vaccine that could be jammed into his uh, geriatric arm, and yet he's come down with COVID. Now, has it affected him beneficially? Is it has it reduced the ravages of the disease on him? Perhaps. But you're hearing talk that they're treating the disease rather than trying to vaccinate it. And I think that's going to be important. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe a slight pivot on the part of Big Left. I don't know. I, I hate to think Big Left has learned anything. I'd like to think that they've learned something, I should say. But I am loath to suspect as much. One thing that people have learned about President Biden is to keep a firm grasp on where his hands are, literally and figuratively. Great tweet that came out this past week by Representative Chantel Brown, who's a, a New York congresswoman, young African-American woman, a, attractive woman in the conventional Western sense of the term, if I, if I may say so, not to wax sexist or in any way, shape or form. Or to to claim to be a biologist, because how do I know if she's an attractive woman at all? What indeed is a woman? I I was only a biology major for half a semester. What do I know? But all of that aside, just put a pin in all of that. There's a photo op of Representative Chantel Brown this past week meeting President Biden, holding on to his hand. It's a handshake. But it's also a safety measure. I have to hunch. <laughs> I have to I have to I have to confess lunch. Yeah, she's not from New York. She's from Ohio, by the way. My bad. Uh, Ohio Congresswoman Sh- uh, Chantel Brown. Uh, otherwise, generally a fairly innocuous shot. But and by the way, this is all my conjecture. Uh, conjecture. I'm just guessing at this. But you just look at this photo. And by the way, it's on my blog at uh, the the po- in a post entitled "Gaff Proofing" uh, from Friday just yesterday. Uh, I'm just, again, guessing this, but uh, Representative Brown's hand is clamped onto the president's hand like she's grabbing onto the last lifeboat off the ship. And I just have to, again, speculation, conjecture. She's preventing it from wandering God knows where uh, when she's standing by the president. I'm going to start watching other women's photos with President Brandon, uh, because I am going to go out on a short, sturdy limb and bet dollars to donuts the White House communications people are basically hinting to women who are uh, on lined up for meetings with the president to keep track of his hands. And if that nose starts moving towards their hair, maybe maybe back away. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have to think maybe one day we will see a photo of Amy Klobuchar holding the president in a half Nelson during a selfie just to just to keep him from doing something embarrassing and stupid. Uh, I, I joke. I kid. But if there's anything I've learned in 18 years, really 20 years of doing this, but it was about 18 years ago I started coining Berg's Law. If I've learned anything is that today's joke becomes tomorrow's reality. So mark my words, this is one of those jokes that has a pretty solid chance of turning out to be real someday. Someday when the history is written, we will find out that the White House communications staff sent out a note to women who were meeting with the president to Hold that handshake until you can disengage completely. I may be wrong, but I'm not wrong. <laughs> 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Uh, if there's one thing that Minnesotans can unite in their embarrassment about is it's uh, our, our terrible sports teams. I mean, we can have some good teams, but yet they will always disappoint us. But I'm going to suggest that we have another thing to be perhaps even more embarrassed about, and that is just our really, really tone-deaf, not-very-bright politicians in so many different ways. Uh, this past uh, Tuesday, there was a civil disobedience action in Washington, D.C. Now, for those of you who need a quick refresher, civil disobedience is a term of art in the world of protest, meaning breaking the law, and accepting the consequences of your action to illustrate what one considers to be wrong. Now, this is well spelled out by Dr. Martin Luther King, of course, the, the patron saint of the civil rights movement, who wrote in his classic 1974 letter from a Birmingham country club, a letter he wrote while he was sitting, drinking old fashions, hanging out with his friends uh, at a, at a country club in Birmingham, Alabama, writing about injustice, about all the injustices facing him, about the civil rights movement, about the, the, about the ravages that racism and selective enforcement of the justice system had placed on him uh, in putting him at that country club in Birmingham. Wait, hold on. It wasn't written from a Birmingham country club. It was called Letter from a Birmingham Jail. And it was an illustration of how civil disobedience works. You're protesting against an unjust law, what you see as an unjust law, and so you make yourself subject to the consequences of that bit of injustice. Martin Luther King went to jail many times for his beliefs. He, his followers did as well. In fact, his followers trained heavily in nonviolent resistance and civil disobedience, Nope, not letting themselves get provoked to fight back. Say what you will about it. It worked. And say, okay, your goal is to get arrested and go to jail and pay the fine and or whatever the consequence is to show the world how unjust it is. And, and by the way, if the provocations uh, flash over to violence against you as you stand there peacefully, well, that makes some great footage. And it worked. I mean, that's half the, that's a good chunk of the reason the civil rights movement worked. Not the whole reason. We'll come back to that. At any rate, video came out this past week of Representative Ilhan Omar at uh, the, a, a, pro a protest at the Supreme Court against the Dobbs decision. Uh, the entire squad was there, selfieing it up uh, like they were at a red carpet shoot. And in fact, Ilhan Omar treated it like a red carpet shoot. Uh, there's a f footage of her. Esme Murphy uh, retweeted it uh, from Channel 4, saying, among many reports of multiple female members of Congress, including Ilhan, uh, Ilhan Omar, being arrested, this video has been posted on Facebook, which shows a woman who appears to be Representative Omar in handcuffs. Now, Esme Murphy, God bless her, is a PR flack for the DFL. I mean, she works at Channel 4. She's nominally a journalist. Pfft, nobody cares. Nobody, buy, nobody who matters, nobody who pays attention, has any critical thinking facility, buys this. Nobody. Have her people call my people. We'll, we'll, I'd love to talk. Ilhan Omar, however, it's clearly visible on this video. Ilhan Omar walks across the parking lot towards a police van, holding her hands behind her. No cop in, in, in attendance. 
which, by the way, is not how you do handcuffs. There's, if you're in handcuffs and you're not in a, secured in a, in a cell or in a, in a paddy wagon or a, a car, there's a cop there with you. Well, she goes walking across in front of the cameras, basically doing the red carpet walk, sans the red carpet. And just at the end of the walk, when she might reasonably think she's out of frame because she's almost behind an obstruction from the cameras, and if you don't think she knows her camera angles, I've got a bridge somewhere in, uh, in, in uh, I've got a bridge to sell you, in Madison County perhaps. But at the end of her little red carpet walk, she puts her right hand up and does the big power salute. Fist up in the air, the rah-rah. Which, I'm no expert, but is hard to do when you're handcuffed. I don't know much. I know a few things. The fastball is better than the curveball. The Jeep CJ was better than the Rambler or Wrangler. And you can't do a fist up in the air salute when you've got handcuffs on. Nor on this North when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Our embarrassing politicians go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Is God calling you to share your educational gifts in a faith-infused environment? Teaching at Epiphany Catholic School is an opportunity to inspire children to use their talents to serve God. A chance to help form young people to make an impact in this world. If you're a Catholic teacher who truly desires to shape young minds to reach their fullest potential through a Catholic worldview, Epiphany Catholic School would like to meet you. At Epiphany, Christ isn't an afterthought, but the center of the school. We are a growing Catholic preschool through 8th grade school near Minneapolis. We're searching for Catholic teachers who understand that teaching children isn't just a job. It's a calling to inspire students to become true and good. For more information about joining Epiphany Catholic School's teaching team, visit epiphanymn.org and look under the resource tab for job postings. That's epiphanymn.org. Epiphany Catholic School, forming saints and citizens for this world and the next. Visit epiphanymn.org. Double can be great, like a double rainbow or a double stuffed Oreo. But a bill from a contractor at double the quote? Not so much. Early Bird Electric is the electrician you can trust. Jobs done right, on time, always with upfront pricing so there are no surprises. Surprised? Check out Early Bird Electric's Google reviews and you'll understand. 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. Early Bird, Minnesota's trusted electrical expert. 612, The Bird. A journey to Israel this November will impact you forever. Join Sebastian Gorka, Dinesh D'Souza, and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, for 10 life-changing days. Register today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. By the way, don't forget... July Book of the Month from Regnery, Storm in the Land of Rain, A Mother's Dying Wish Becomes Her Daughter's Nightmare, a memoir by Sylvia Foti, the award-winning journalist group celebrating her war hero grandfather, who was known as a martyr for Lithuanian independence. But 20 years ago, she heard a very different story, rumors that he was famous for 
uh, participating enthusiastically in the Holocaust. We sign up to win a copy of this fascinating story, Betrayal, Bravery, and the Power of Seeking Truth, no matter the cost, at our Freedom Fan Club at am12athepatriot.com. By the way, Regnery is a uh, division of Salem Media Group. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Ilhan Omar, this past week, uh, seen uh, at, a, at a, a glorified photo op called a uh, civil disobedience at the Minnesota, uh, United States Supreme Court, where the members of the squad showed up, ceremoniously uh, in, intruded on the property, were ceremonially arrested, or perhaps not even arrested. There are deep and abiding questions as to whether any of them were actually arrested or booked in any way or shape or form. Uh, Esme Murphy participated in the in the hoax to start with, a potential hoax to start with, uh, uncritically showing the film of uh, Ilhan Omar walking, hand, supposedly handcuffed before pumping her fist in the air, uh, n- apparently unaware or hoping we're all unaware that that's just not the way cops do handcuffs. They don't handcuff you and send you walking across the parking lot to get to the paddy wagon. They, they walk you over there. The handcuffs were not even theatrics. I mean, they were non-existent. Ilhan Omar pretended to be cuffed when she walked across the the red carpet, if you will. It's what it was. Uh, I mean, it's not much in the way of consequences, is it? I mean, you're not handcuffed. You're not arrested. Or if you're arrested at all, it's kind of a wiffle ball arrest, the kind that you get if you're a progressive. This is not civil disobedience. This is a photo op with the connivance of, of the police. Maybe a little. The social media uproar, by the way, over this, the mockery that overwhelmed the story uh, was such that even Omar's semi-official PR flock, Esme Murphy, had to say, correction, this is a tweet, uh, about an hour later. It's not clear in this video of Ilhan Omar that she's in handcuffs. Staff says she's been taken into custody along with other members of Congress during a pro-abortion rights protest. It looks at the end of the clip like she's not in cuffs. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Either that or, I mean, it's possible that they were just the loosest possible handcuffs uh, ever made. Uh, handcuffs so loose that she could not only do the, the, the power fist up in the air, but probably jump rope it, jump chain it, jump cuff. Who knows? I mean, it's tempting to ask. What if we had some institution in this country, perhaps with transmitters and printing presses, staffed by perhaps some self-styled monastic searchers for institutional fact and truth, who might ask someone like Elmore, how it is she managed to get, quote, arrested, and quote, without ever getting put in handcuffs? If we had such an institution, oh, but I dream. 651-289-4488. We'll go to the phones in a few moments here. But this led up to another story about embarrassing Minnesota politicians that I just had to talk about here. I wrote about it at Shot in the Dark this past week, but I rarely throw audio from stories on the air, but I'm going to make an exception because this is Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. I say Lieutenant Governor. That's her literal title. In many respects, she is the governor of this state because without the progressives that she brought to the table, Governor Waltz would be back to teaching high school in Mankato right now. This is This is Peggy Flanagan on the Love It or Leave It live stream. It's basically a podcast. It's it's a podcast video stream taking place in some place that is, I don't know where it is. You can tell it's a progressive audience. The audience is uh, the the guest panel is is Lieutenant Governor Flanagan and Mayor Melvin Carter of St. Paul, and the audience cheers along at all the pre-appointed places in this piece. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this little bit of audio because this says so much about something that I call urban progressive privilege that I think needs to be splashed in front of the whole world before this election. Lieutenant Governor Flanagan talking about people who complain about the way she dresses. So occasionally, I get some feedback from the way that I dress. (laughs) Usually it's someone like Bob from Fridley. Stop the tape right there. Bab from Fridley, like she's an extra, an extra on, uh, on, 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 I don't take a Fargo somewhere. Bab 
from Fridley. Now, pointing out this, Peggy Flanagan, perhaps you've heard she's of Native American descent, says it every chance she gets. It's her entire claim. I mean, you meet her. Appearance are such. A, she she managed to, to, to mute that appearance for years when she's in the Minnesota House. It doesn't matter. She's She is, if you look at her bio, of half Native American descent. Mazel tov. More power to you, Peggy Flanagan. And she dresses frequently when convenient like it's something that it in i think if it were anybody but someone claiming native american descent they'd be called appropriative garments but that's fine she dresses in the native american style and bab from fridley god how would you like to have that talking to you all day bab from fridley uh apparently who by the way doesn't exist in real life wrote her a, an email Laugh, laugh, laugh. They don't like Bob either. Bob from Fridley commenting, giving me helpful advice from his mother's basement. (laughs) Likes to say, you should dress more like a lieutenant governor. What's that mean? Mm -hmm. What does it mean? By the way, what does it mean? First of all, there is no Bob from Fridley. But it's interesting how, first, the lieutenant governor sums up everyone who criticizes her and says some, because there is no bab from Fridley. This is an archetype. This is what she thinks of everyone who disagrees with her, who dissents from her, who pushes back in any way, shape, or form. They are babs from Fridley, because she's from South Minneapolis, uh, actually originally St. Louis Park, which is another plane upwards from Fridley in the world of these progressives who, by the way, is the entire audience. I don't know where this is taped. It looks like the Fitzgerald Fitzgerald Theater or perhaps, I don't know, the Bryant Lake Bowl for all I know, but they're laughing on cue. Anyway, back to Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. For elected officials, and in particular for women of color and indigenous women who are elected officials, there are certain expectations that people have. We must shatter them. That is our job. Let's hold on right there. See, right there. Right right there. I got to call. I got to call BS. First of all, there is no bab from Fridley. Has there ever been someone writing Lieutenant Governor Flanagan say, why are you dressing in all these these Native American-y looking costumes? Uh, Sure. I mean, public figures get people who disagree with them. It happens all the time. I get people writing me things, say, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're stupid. You're an idiot. But uh, <laughs> the, the fact that she's talking about it is, is, is hilarious because this is a woman. I mean, she, she, she's talking about the oppression she feels. I don't think I'm gaslighting her and saying she feels like she's oppressed because, of course, she brings the uh, woman of color a card into this whole into the discussion here so that's a dog whistle for i'm oppressed help me i'm oppressed and this is someone who by the way is the second most power well the fourth technically the fourth most powerful person in minnesota after the governor the speaker of the house and the uh senate majority leader but in many respects she is one of the most powerful people in minnesota she has never held a job in the private sector, and yet she will never want for a thing in her entire life. She, is, she has a sinecure in the political system. She's part of the political class in a sense that she will never, neither he, she nor her family, by the way, she's married to an NPR um, Minnesota Public Radio reporter, Tom Weber, neither of them will ever, and nobody in her family, none of her children, none of her relatives, if she wants to play it that way, will ever do without uh, power, influence, access, and yeah, money. Because when she's no longer the lieutenant governor, she will have a lifetime job at the Humphrey Center or at the Carlson Center or at some nonprofit making a healthy six-figure salary for her influence and access. So for her to say, Bab from Fridley is oppressing me by criticizing what I wear because I don't look like a lieutenant governor and we women of color have got to stand up. Oh, you you stand up all right, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. You of wealth and privilege, certainly privilege and power, beyond the wildest expectations of not just Bab from Fridley and your other straw man uh, 
caricatures that you rub at, that that your little progressive audience is lapping up like the little schnauzers they are. But you you have no reason to worry about about what anyone says. I and I tell why I don't think you are. I think you're waving this as a bloody shirt to dog whistle your progressive audience and 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 make it look like you have some legitimate grievance against who? Against Bob from Fridley? This is the very definition of punching down against someone who, by the way, mark my words, does not exist. Go nowhere. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens. Like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. If you're the winner of our 2022 Terrific Talkers VIP experience, we will fly you and a guest out to meet the host of your choosing, and you get to sit in on their program. We also cover three nights hotel stay and give you 300 bucks to cover some of the fun sightseeing or dinner reservations. Enter once a day at am12athepatriot.com. You can meet Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Brandon Tatum, uh, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, Sebastian Gorka, Jenna Ellis, ooh, hey, uh, Todd Starnes, Carl Jackson, and on and on. So we're talking about Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, uh, arguably uh, one of, certainly the one of the four most powerful people in Minnesota. Uh, ergo, one of the most powerful people in the United States. I mean, she's a lieutenant governor of a of a state and a, and a not insignificant sized state. She is a elected member of a party that has complete control. I mean, a one party. Uh, a, a senior member of a party that has one party control of a major American metropolitan area. This is a woman who 
wields power and influence and has access to the wheels of power that most of us, not just stereotypes and straw men like Bab and Fridley, but all of us who are not part of the system can't even imagine. And yet, in a society where wearing ethnic dress provided, actually not even provide, I mean, it's, it's not like you can walk into a, a, a office today wearing lederhosen if you're a male of German descent or, say, a woman of Norwegian descent walking into a, a board meeting wearing a bunad without getting some kind of a comment. I mean, if, you, if you're if you of Macedonian descent and you walk in wearing the wearing the crazy uh, ruffled skirt sort of thing and with the, 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 the high shako hat that, that men wear in Macedonia, you're going to get comments. People are going to say, this is not the norm here. But yet, we've had decades of, of African-Americans wearing... Uh, African-American-y looking garb. I, I can't begin to tell you the name. But you, you have Muslims walking around in public wearing tunics and uh, hijabs and uh, shadors and other levels of head, head scarves. So we're, we're talking a society that has had years of developing tolerance for different ethnically focused garb. And yet... We have Peggy Flanagan, one of the most powerful women in Minnesota, one of the most powerful people in Minnesota, period, a person who, regardless of the fact that she is of 50% African-American descent on her father's side, I read it, I looked it up on Wikipedia, it's all right there, has ascended to this position of immense power without having worked a day in the private sector in her life, literally, not one day. Has she worked in the private sector other than, who knows, maybe Dairy Queen in high school? Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But she is here in front of this crowd of, how do I put this, drooling sycophants who laugh on cue. I mean, they're like a late night. They're like a Stephen Colbert audience. And frankly, the show is a little like Stephen Colbert, this this John Lovett guy on this, this podcast called Love It or Leave It, uh, is... A, a typical progressive with impeccable leftist credentials uh, speaking in front of an audience that seems to be filtered for same. And, and they, they, they clap on cue like the trained seals most leftist audiences are and clap on cue as she as Peggy Flanagan, again, phenomenally powerful woman, complains about a complaint from an in, someone who for whom she drools with. Just sneering contempt, bab and friendly. The very definition of punching down a powerful person, mocking a, I'm going to guess, synthesized version of the person she considers her foe, complaining that she doesn't dress like a lieutenant governor. This is the very definition of urban progressive privilege, by the way. The fact that, that someone like this can consider herself an aggrieved victim, despite the fact that she sits at the peak of our political system. I'm going to carry on with this ridiculous quote. The idea of how I need to dress as an elected official, it's not that you want me to wear a blazer. It's not that you want me to wear a power suit. It's that... You are uncomfortable with women of color and indigenous women holding positions of power no matter what we wear. Oh, please, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, no. I mean, people might look at what you wear and think, okay, but what a... Yeah, I get it. You're Native American and you're proud of it. Yay. Uh, good for you. I'll wear my bunad on, on, on set in Demai and we'll see what you have to say. Maybe you'll say nothing. Just as anybody other than your fictional Bob from Fridley will say nothing. I mean, Bob from Fridley, who cares what they have to say? Who cares? You have no need to care. There is absolutely no cost to you in this. All you are doing, all she is doing, is A, displaying her urban progressive privilege, being able to claim victimization, an aggrievement uh, in front of an audience of people just like her, people who who will all vote for her no matter what, 
Uh, take this out on the street. Uh, take this out to, to people who disagree with you, Lieutenant Governor Flag. Oh, she never goes in front of people who disagree with her. You ever notice that? She may pop up at Game Fair, uh, share a couple white claws with uh, Melissa Franzen Lopez. Lopez Franzen? She, she, but we don't know this. It's just a guess. Just my opinion. But this, this punching down, uh, this absurd, uh, this absurd uh, stereotyping, uh, just all these things that if it were a, a conservative doing it about anyone they disagree with of any ethnicity whatsoever, they would be shouted off the stage. Back to the lieutenant governor. So, Bob, hun, hun. from Fridley, this is what a lieutenant governor dresses like. Yeah, everyone cheer. This is this is speaking truth to power in front of a a, a crowd of drooling, trained seals clapping on cue. No, we don't care what the lieutenant. No, no one who matters, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, cares what you dress like. You may draw a, a rolled eyeball or a, huh, that's, that's, that's aggressively native. That's aggressively indigenous, but more power to you. No one cares. No one who matters cares. What we care about is not what our lieutenant governor looks like, but what she governs like. You did something that's a whole lot less American than anything you could possibly wear. Uh, Among many things, first of all, you had the most progressive, and I put that in scare quotes, voting record in the Minnesota State House, uh, according to some measures, while you were in the House. That's something you take as a badge of pride. You can say to these train seals on Love It or Leave It, and they will clap, do what they do. But you have done some things that have sapped democracy in ways that that you you are not ready to be accountable for lieutenant governor flanagan uh, having your buddies tear down the statue you found inconvenient without going through the due process by the way that's the stuff dictators do that is the stuff of genuine tyrants not the the fake cartoony tyrants that you you yap about on the other side of the aisle no this is the stuff that cadillos do that that banana republic strongmen do without any fear of consequence, which, by the way, you have none. Uh, 651-289-4488. This is is an example, first of all, of urban progressive privilege. The idea that someone this powerful can claim victim status against a complete straw man. I mean, if Bob from Fridley exists, I will wager a shiny new quarter he doesn't. But even if he does... If he truly does live in his mom's basement, what concern is it? I said it before, I said it again. I'm just agog that someone of her stature, someone of her, with her power and position, could say this with a straight face, unless, unless she knows, as, as I think I do know, that progressives know one key important thing. They can say pretty much anything they want to their audience, especially audiences like that baying horde you heard on that in the background on that audio clip. Uh, and, and know that there is not two sticks of critical thinking to be rubbed together among the entire lot in the audience, or for that matter, the entire progressive wing of the DFL's voter base. Shame on you, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. Wear anything you want. By the way, so will I. It's this this is the most vapid performance I've heard since, I don't know, Ilhan Omar claiming that she'd gotten arrested. Let's uh, go to the phones in St. Louis Park. Mark, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Mitch, thanks for taking the call. Uh, Miss Flanagan was my state senator. And what you're revealing to me is something new today, because uh she would always dye her hair blonde and with the last name of Flanagan. I thought she was a Caucasian female of Irish heritage the whole time. Yeah. So, uh, so, so thanks for revealing the new information today. 
Well, it's it's not especially new. I mean, she 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 put her Native American heritage front and center when she was quote running for lieutenant governor end quote. I mean, it became it became very much a selling point for her, and more power to her. I don't care. But yeah, you're right. Do recall her being blonde at one point. You're you're which again is fine. Do what you want to do. But I I do not recall. I've got to say, she was never my representative, so I didn't pay much attention to her. But I, I she reminds me of uh, Melissa Lopez Franzen, or Franzen, yeah, Fra- Lopez Franzen, who never made any mention, uh, to my knowledge, of her Latina heritage until she got elected. And suddenly, in 2020, uh, being recognized as a, quote, woman of color became uh, the hot ticket. I, I think there's a, definitely a coincidence there, Mark. You're absolutely right. I think she appropriated the, it was was a cultural appropriator as my state senator. But when she ran for office, she went exactly right. Then uh, then uh, she made sure everyone knew about her Indian American Indian heritage. So it's very interesting. So, but thanks again for reminding me. Absolutely, no problem, Mark. Always my pleasure. And and by the way, since someone on the left will hear this. And seize upon the remarks as as some way to to twist it into some form of victimization. No, I, I more power to her for being a Native American politician, perhaps the the most successful Native American politician in the history of Minnesota. I disagree with literally everything she has ever uh, done in a political perspective, but more power to her for that perspective here. No, it's it's this punching down. This this is something the Republican Party needs to hammer on this contempt that the lieutenant governor, the either second or fourth most powerful person in the state of Minnesota, feels for everyone who that she who disagrees with her, all the babs in Fridley. This is something the GOP needs to hammer on in places like Fridley and St. Louis Park and every other uh, place where Bab, real and imagined, lives. 651-289-4488. We'll go back to the phones when we come back. Go nowhere. We're right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The 3M Open is more than just a golf tournament. It's golf that matters. By simply attending the 3M Open, you're helping raise money for charity. Not to mention you'll experience science, local food trucks, signature cocktails, and family fun with a side of golf. Join us July 18th to 24th at the TPC Twin Cities to see what it's all about. Get your tickets today at 3mopen.com slash tickets. That's the number three, the letter M, open.com slash tickets. Imagine what you would do if you had grown up thinking your grandfather was a war hero and then you discovered he was actually a Nazi responsible for the deaths of 8,000 Jews. That's the gut-wrenching true story of Sylvia Foti, who had been led to believe that her grandfather had been a hero, a martyr for Lithuanian independence in World War II. That story is retold in a compelling new book entitled Storm in the Land of Rain. Read Storm in the Land of Rain by Sylvia Foti, available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. What makes successful investors successful? There are a few traits shared by some of the great ones of our time. Tune into this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing those attributes and sharing what you can do to set yourself up for success. Wouldn't you like to know if you're on track? Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. Christmas in July? Might as well be after your newly installed high-efficiency air conditioner kicks on. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is offering an instant savings of $650 on an AC unit or ductless system. Don't spend one more day without air conditioning in this summer's intense heat. Take advantage of these cool instant savings of $650 off an air conditioner or ductless system. Cool off all summer long with financing options of payments as low as $73 per month. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and operated business with 92 years of serving the Twin Cities community, servicing over 500,000 homes. Call and schedule your free estimate today. These offers are good until July 31st. 
Go to standardheating.com for more details. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. That's standardheating.com. Mention the Patriot. Standardheating.com. Join our fan club today and you could win our regnery book of the month, Storm in the Land of Rain. This memoir by Sylvia Foti uncovers the hidden past of her war hero grandfather. Register to win at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Patriots Business Benefactor Program is back, this time benefiting Jack's Basket. This, by the way, is an incredible local nonprofit that celebrates babies with Down's Syndrome. They strive to provide every new and expectant parent a free basket with resources and the support they need for their newborn. They offer us also offer education to medical providers on how to discuss the diagnosis in an unbiased and helpful manner. So, for your gift of fifteen hundred bucks, we'll give you forty commercials to use for your business, church, organization on here, whatever, right here on the Patriot. You could choose the double blessing or gift those commercials to Jack's Basket or another local nonprofit or ministry you're passionate about. Just call 651-289-4444 to do good and get 40 commercials as a thank you. That number, once again, 651-289-4444. The number is so nice, we repeated it four times. 651-289-4444. Go nowhere. We'll be right oh, We're here. It has been a long day already here, ladies and gentlemen. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join me if you're looking to uh, get on the uh, any of the subjects we've been talking about here, talking about Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, about whom I'm done right now. But that this, I, I urge you to watch the video. I have it at, uh, at shotinthedark.info, a post entitled Pauline Kale Syndrome. And really, that's kind of a misnamed post in some way. This is just one of the most garish examples of urban progressive privilege. Something that I just can't. Clearly, I'm having uh, trouble packing all the disgust I feel at this display into one microphone. I almost want to set up all four, four microphones, five microphones in the studio in front of me and use them all to give to give vent to all the disgust and revulsion i feel at this display uh, that's fine it'll do uh, it was it was a it was a bad week for democratic politicians for dfl politicians doing really really dumb things this past week a uh, fellow named uh, matt klein is a senator from i think south st paul had a, uh, a post this past week uh, he wrote on Twitter, I'm starting to think that Jensen Burke's email, a uh, small circle of boomer high school bullies and Facebook drunk conspiracy theorists may not be in step with most Minnesotans. Now, he's a he's a Democrat politician. I think he I think just looking at his bio real quick. Uh, he's a he's a MD. He's a doctor. One of the uh, the uh, coterie of uh, MDs in the Minnesota state legislature. He's very much on the progressive side of things. He represents perhaps a neighborhood part of the Twin Cities that is down there with the progressive side of things, generally speaking. They've been voting Democrat for quite some time. But this tweet, again, I'll read it one more time here, because it was emblematic of a week a week of really bizarre messaging coming from Democrat uh, DFL politicians. I'm starting to think that Jensen Burke's small circle of boomer high school bullies and Facebook drunk conspiracy theorists may be in step with may not be in step with most Minnesotans. Huh. I, I'm thinking that when it comes to crime, for example, they're very much in step with an awful lot of Minnesotans. I mean, they are the ticket that is talking about crime without having had to reverse four years of their own record to do it. That's why I think they're in step there. How about the economy? Let's see. The the Speaking back, pushing back against the economy of Build Back Battered. I'm sorry, was it? Oh, Build Back Better. I'm sorry. After two years, I'm calling it Build Back Battered because it seems more appropriate. But yeah, it was technically once called Build Back Better. So on on the economy, well, they're certainly in step with people who aren't, let's just say, of the laptop class that dominates most of uh, Senator Klein's, say, demographic his voter demographic out there in the in the blue suburbs how about on covid well 
You certainly in step with an awful lot of people, especially you want to get outside the, quote, conspiracy theory crowd of you know, the, uh, the, the vaccine marriage. It, it, it's impossible to get around the fact, if you take this sort of thing seriously, that the state of emergency that Governor Klink imposed two years ago and whose extension for which Senator Klein voted over and over again until he didn't but who's, which he supported for a solid year, was of little effect. In fact, helped to enrich members of the laptop class, the owners and shareholders and management of big box stores and, and uh, businesses that were had the political clout to be deemed essential, but were catastrophic for people outside that circle of favor that, uh, from which Senator Klein benefited greatly. Small entrepreneurs, uh, small business people, people, uh, blue collar people who worked in industries that were not, quote, essential, end quote, according to the definition of essential that the administration that Matt Klein supports without question or apparent thought supported. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of those people who are in step with with the uh, candidate Jensen uh, and uh, Burke. Now, perhaps what might not be in step, uh, they might not be in step, is is um, Matt Klein's residual resentments from his teens and early 20s. I'm guessing that that may be what is being discussed here. In fact, I, I'm starting to think that this tweet and a series of other tweets in which uh, Senator Klein spends a lot of time yapping about, and I quote, boomers, end quote, tells us something more about Matt Klein than about Scott Jensen and Matt Burke. I, I don't know. First of all, I have no patience whatsoever for people who, it's not just no patience, I heap my revulsion upon people who lead with generation identity politics. I don't know or care what generation you put me in. I know that when I was in my teens and 20s, I bristled at all the the, all the things the baby boomers had taken over. But I was from a generation that didn't really have time to go navel-gazing about what you called my generation. So I don't care. But this is just what you want to lead with, Matt Klein. Some sort of verdict on, on your high school years. Oh, go ahead. Run with that. I think Jensen and Burke probably have a, a, a good approach to that. Go nowhere. We'll be back for the second hour. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. 
Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back to the available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. AM 1280, the three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.